0: Under Situation normal.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X Wing. I am your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I am joined this evening by the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's going on, man? Amen to that,
2: sir. Amen to that. Amen.
3: <laughs>
2: oh,
1: man. Oh. Also with us this evening, Carlos Ramirez. What's
3: up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Let's go. Let's go.
1: And uh, down south in Tampa, we got the uh, soon-to-be a, a Californian again. Dom, what's up? Hey, doing great.
2: And, Can I uh, just say how jealous I am of you, of that, Dom? That you're going to be on the West Coast time, so you'll actually be able to start the podcast at a reasonable time now? Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> He'll be able to start it like during daylight times
1: or when I'm awake. Either, either that or he's just gonna have children crawling up his back while he's trying to do the podcast. So, Other yeah, more the merrier. that's much more likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. Also, with this this evening, we got a special guest. We got we got the man himself, uh, was a killer beard hawk, Will Haywood, <laughs> yep. from the uh, Gold squatter podcast. What is up, man?
4: uh not much man hanging out enjoying the weekend
1: well we're glad to have you here and uh you know we'll we'll get to why you're here a little bit more later but um you know it's good to have uh you're our second gsp host we we've had uh staniszewski on a few different times although that started off as a as an ocx thing so <laughs> um but uh anyways let's do the round uh, roundabout here and get the beers in joe what do you got to drink tonight
2: well, I've actually lined up several because I feel like I feel like this is going to be a good night. So I'm starting with a Morning Glow from Swamphead, which is a uh, vanilla coffee blonde ale mm. from our our friends down in Gainesville. God bless them. Yeah, it's their seasonal one, which I think is actually out of season. So I think I accidentally found it. But behind that one, I have a Stump Knocker from them, which is fantastic. And just in case we go long tonight, I have a Cherry Wheat back here from Sam Adams. So I will let you know as the night goes on. All right, <laughs> uh, Carlos, what you got?
3: Uh, yeah, so I went back to Three Keys Brewing, uh, which is that brewery that's uh, down the street from me. I was uh, between a couple of beers, and uh, I then ended up settling on Ménage à Trois. That's
2: a little... That's a little what you different. consider settling, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs>
3: Settled uh, yeah, for the Ménage à Trois. I was triple, so uh, if I started slurring halfway through... Podcast, you know why? <laughs>
1: we usually know why. I mean, we we figure it out. <laughs> All right, Dom, what do you got?
0: So, in honor of, uh, of uh, soon to be leaving Tampa, I I went with a local beer. So I have uh, Cigar City Brewing uh, beer, which is you know probably the most popular, most well known. I Tampa love Cigar movie. City. They, they um, yeah, they beers. actually have quite a few I like. Yeah. So I'm having their invasion uh Pale currently. Okay.
1: There you go. All right, Will, what what have you brought us from the uh the land of
4: Iowa? <laughs> well it's actually from Mexico. Oh I'm man. El Espanol uh Tequila. Nice. I'm not really a big nice. beer drinker. I, I do enjoy beer, but I it's really man, I really have a hankering for beer in like the hot summer days. Yeah. We live Otherwise in Florida, I'm... so
2: that's pretty much every day. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah see I can... <laughs> Yeah, we don't have that luxury in Iowa. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it was almost ninety degrees today, so <laughs> Oh. No. It was yeah. not anything like
1: that where I'm from. So all right. Well I have the uh nineteen oh one uh Bold City Brewing Roasted Red Ale, which is I think I've talked about this before, but it always cracks me up. I like this one because it's like an homage to the um, 1901 fire of, that burned down like the entire city. Um, so, <laughs> and all I got um, was this lousy beer. Yeah. So, but anyways, <laughs> I, I I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the Red Ale.
2: <laughs> Does anybody else find that we've done enough episodes now that you're not sure whether you've already like described the beer you're having?
1: Oh, I know I have. I mean, I know I've done this one before. But, yes. You know, 100. percent it, it's been. There are times where I'm like, did I have I had this one on the show before? I can't remember this one. I know I have.
2: Somewhere out there is gonna be some fan that'll be like, no, no, you've already described that beer before. I'm like, man, you guys are paying the that post. much attention.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get banned from the podcast. So.
1: Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of fan um, fan interaction, we've we've had some uh, requests um, for a, uh, an alt art for tassels
2: we, we need yes. to come up with some sort of tassel related alt art <laughs> there's um, gotta be some like there's gotta be some ship whose
0: pilot like nickname is tassels
2: that's his call sign yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wait wait to be clear are we talking like an r-rated alt art or a um, uh...
2: <laughs> that's that's
1: i mean i i honestly have to go back and listen to what we said exactly because i don't entirely remember it and oh. I, I, I remember us oh, I I talking remember about tassels okay oh, carlos you explain what, what were we talking about exactly
3: Oh no, I I forget where it started, but I know Jeff uh um, Joe decided to mention something about tassels and then he uh he started talking about his genitalia. <laughs> 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 oh, <tassels>. Shit,
0: <laughs> So it was certainly strongly implied. Do I don't know that it was
1: R-rated. explicit, but I mean, it was, you know. It wasn't I was thinking, explicit. It might be better uh, if we, you guys
2: didn't tell me because I was trying was, to explain this story to my wife today impl- and I, I didn't know what I had said. She was, was kind of curious why I didn't know.
3: It was implied. So, I don't know if we can go R-rated, but I think well, we I, can figure something out.
1: I was it, thinking maybe charge tokens with little tassels on them. That could work. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe and then you we can then you can, go then, then you can put put them in fun places um i don't know that's what
3: i'm saying <laughs> especially if you have two charge tokens
1: yeah especially <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't know we're i'm gonna have to go back and review what we were actually talking about because i i remember talking about tassels but i could not remember why i was like why, why did that come up <laughs> so anyhow we'll have to review the tape on that but uh we'll keep an eye out if you have any ideas for tassel related alt arts feel free to send them to us and uh you know we'll we'll figure that out as we go. But oh lord, no, I don't want that. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Send, <laughs> yeah, send him directly
2: <laughs> Joe, send him to Steve. Yeah, send it directly. He'll be the
1: Don't just send him to the Facebook this Facebook page. I'll I'll see him. We're gonna get close. all kinds of like X Wing uh, fanfic from this.
3: <laughs> our Facebook page is gonna go down. <laughs> are we gonna get Are we gonna get
1: zucked? We're gonna get zucked. Um, We're gonna get zucked.
2: Yeah, probably. Oh oh well. Someone whatever. just send us a picture of Rob Lowe from uh uh super troopers too yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right well let's uh
1: let's kind of get to the topic at hand here a little bit um so we got we got will mr Hagwood here on the show and he's uh you know obviously on the gsp podcast he's um i i think you won one of the space jam events right was it the first space jam event will it was the first one yep yep and um weren't you also involved in the um nim miranda f- uh, looping, uh, looping chewy event. <laughs> no, it, whoa,
4: whoa, hold on. Don't you not- dare invoke Nim in my list All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it okay. Was, okay. It, was, it was Miranda. I'll give okay. you that. It was Miranda. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was back in like the last Adepticon, one of the last system opens of first edition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was maybe my biggest claim to fame, I guess, but hold, held over my fame for a while anyways, <laughs> that, uh, we, yeah, we essentially started playing and Chewy cause we got bored of Miranda's taking a shield and healing a shield.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You guys were just like regenting around the board. I, I do remember, <laughs> I remember like going back and forth on that, like I was watching some of that stream that day and then I like turned it off for a while and I came back and there was like. Was there, like, a note on the table or something, like, how
4: you guys were just, like... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Chris Brown wouldn't let us, um, he was like, no, I'm the j- judge, and I'm not gonna let you both decide to go to final salvo, that sounds like collusion, and I was like, no, you gotta wait your two hours or whatever, and I was like, well, uh, turns out we can decide the pace of play, so yeah. <laughs> we're gonna take a small break. <laughs> So. Why exactly did you guys have loop and chewy with you? Oh, uh, Dion had it because uh I don't know, we were at a big convention. So it was one of the kind of fun this things. This is the thing that deal. travels with
2: you guys everywhere?
4: Uh, um it was in like Dion's like big uh setup rig for all of the streaming booth. He just threw it he, in. He travels with it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, a few, there's <laughs> a
1: few other people that travel with it as well. So it's a common sight at some of the bigger tournaments.
4: <laughs>
1: um but all right and uh but the reason the main reason we want we wanted you here today is we we wanted to talk about the xtc um which is the Ah, x-wing team championship and the teams have just been announced for that and and you are on team usa and uh, Mm -hmm. we wanted to get kind of a rundown of kind of like what xtc is because i i know it started off as a european event and it's kind of expanding more and more so so if you want to kind of give us the rundown you know you got the floor
4: man Uh, Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, it began as like an offshoot of the European team championship, the ETC, and they had opened it up, um, I figured if it was the year before America came over there, or the year uh, of America going over there for the first time, but they had opened it up to um, international um, teams, if they wanted to, to broaden from the European um, thing, so... Um, and yeah, the last time that they had it in person over in uh, Warsaw, Poland. I think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, America went over there. We did okay. Not great, but um, we, you know, represented ourselves well. And um, then. Uh, obviously, this year, uh, the having people from all over the world meet at one place does not sound like a great idea these times.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's pretty difficult to do with travel restrictions and all that
4: kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, just, they just kind of gave up on that, yeah, um, which yeah. is super realistic, so fair enough. Um, but most of the X-Wing these days is online for the time being anyway, so um, no big deal there. And actually, it has uh, really... Uh, Elevated some of these smaller communities, Mm -hmm. they were able to get together a team of locals um, to participate in the online event. Um, Marcel gave me an update that they're at almost 40 teams right now uh, 37, 38 or so right now. Uh, um, They've been posting on the Fly Better Facebook page on the the teams. So we had like uh, Ireland and What's the other one? Oh, Singapore mm-hmm. um, posted earlier today, and so everyone's kind of getting there um, as we're finalizing teams. I, I really uh,
1: enjoyed the uh the Team Ireland video where they like they like put all their faces on like uh <laughs> yeah. river dancers or whatever. <laughs> 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 that was pretty Yeah, funny. and
4: it's it's really have a uh it's really uh just like anything in X-Wing, I think. It really shows that like yeah, we're super competitive, like we're playing to win, but like Man, we're gonna have fun while we do it. So yeah, uh, I, I like I love to see that from all of the teams amongst the world as well. Um, to Team USA, uh, as we've been saying, Marcel is actually the captain of it. He was on the team last year. I want to say he was the captain last year as well, but I may be incorrect about that. Yeah, I know I think he had Umber a big big captain. I think he was like co-captain or something. I know he was a big part of the team. Yeah.
1: I know it was like um, him and D um, mm-hmm. from Fly Better, and I, uh, was Tyler, Tyler Tippett was there too, wasn't he?
4: Yeah, Tyler, uh, now I'm, now I'm racking my brain of who else went over there. Yeah,
1: I can't remember who else went over, honestly, so I apologize if I'm not naming <laughs> you. But
4: uh, That was kind of a hectic week for us, because that was the start off of our world tour that year, so um, it was pretty crazy, because I, I know Dion went over there and streamed uh, the Nationals in Poland yeah. as well. What did he kind hit? He like, like hit,
1: hit like four countries? Or something like uh, that. four continents. Four continents, that's right.
4: Uh yeah, South America. I didn't know you Europe, had that many. Uh, Australia and then a bunch in the US as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool. Anyways, the uh, uh the team right now for team USA, uh, obviously Marcel, um amazing player, still winning tournaments to this day, even as even in his old age. Uh, <laughs> me, um, well, I guess I still play X Wing, um reasonably uh, we got Matthew Carey uh, who is an excellent player um, got into the finals of our ace championship the other weekend ago mm-hmm. uh, an amazing player has been for years there uh, we got uh, Carson Ray uh, one of the uh, I think he's still Gen Con's uh, champion for X-Wing oh, is he, do they is have he another like, Gen Con
3: uh, no, no they have he, not. he, he yeah. is because yeah there, there yeah. hasn't been another Gen Con yeah so he's a yeah, like so Gen Con champion.
4: Right, he's the forever North American champion. Yeah, so we yeah. gotta get the I mean North American champion in there. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. uh, we got uh Doug Howe, um who's also an amazing player. Uh has uh, him and uh Kenneth uh Lyon have been uh playing a lot in our online tournaments and uh been uh doing exceedingly well and we wanted to uh pick them up. Uh Steve Couture who is uh, our champion for the, the ace championship there uh, just the other week as well he beat out uh, they we had a last minute like exhibition match oh, yeah. uh, for our last couple players on our team and he had to face his uh, squad mate out of Colorado Dutch and uh, for the our imperial spot on our team and uh, he ended up beating him out so nice,
1: nice little playoff there.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like we, we you know, would like to have everyone on the team. Oh but yeah,
1: but you can only have so many.
4: You can only have so many, so we're like, so, so yeah, you know, we kind of not like giving Steve a hard time, but like, yeah, we know you just won a championship, but <laughs> you're going to play to get into the team. Uh, yeah. So, I wow, actually have really a
0: question cool. about about that. Sure. I don't know if you can share this. Just as far as the selection process goes, because obviously, uh, if if I'm if I'm correct in thinking this. You know, faction, you know, strategy, right, list selection, of course, you know, all that stuff plays a big role. Was, was, was faction a
4: consideration? Uh, it is a large consideration of it. Like, we can't just have all the best Imperial Ace players on the team because mm-hmm. then, but, you know, six of us or whatever it had to figure out a new list. Yeah. So that was definitely, Marcel took a lot of time. He had, a, like, an online sign-up survey and then um him and a couple of the other team members um he obviously asked me because we talk all the time if i wanted to be honest so i was helping him kind of dig through the uh, applicants uh, making sure that uh, we had as best well-rounded team as we can Uh, because in the team championship each team member will only fly one faction throughout the tournament they need to know that faction very well so Mm -hmm. Uh, things like uh, uh, Steve and um, Matthew Carey. They're flying their respective uh, factions, Rebels, and Empire from the latest tournament there. So it, it does factor in a lot. Um, like the next person I got on my list, Daniel Leon—or yeah, Leom, I guess. Uh, he has uh, been running Separatist amazingly, uh, mostly HMPs and Grievous mm-hmm. uh, past the Nantex nurse. Um, so, like, he was definitely top of the list for our Separatist selections. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he was uh, volunteered onto the team. And I know he was in the uh,
1: finals of one of the Gold Squadron events, if I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. Flew,
4: he flew a ship off the board accidentally. Yeah, yeah, that was a, <laughs> a little
1: oopsie, but yeah.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, but he's, he's very good. Another, oh, yeah, another yeah, person sure. who's been playing, uh, like, hardcore Separatist through good times and bad. Um, yeah. So... And that's the kind of dedication you need, like when we're looking for someone who can just like zone in or zero in on one faction and know, you know, good matchups, bad matchups. You really gotta recognize the ships that they're flying. Yeah. And then um oh let me mention um the last member here is Tommy Adams. Uh Tommy's uh, a great player, um and has done a lot for the community. And I think it would be a disservice to put uh, or to not select uh, such a great guy on the team. Um, yeah, because
1: he runs the um, is it the XVT is it's called the the Vassal
4: League. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. He runs he runs the I would say monthly, but they last more than a month. So whatever uh, the uh, they do for the Vassal tournaments, he's been in charge of that has so for years. Um, major major um, participant in a lot of the online play. So um had to have him on the team um he is a uh like I said amazing guy uh can't can't say that enough about Tommy Mm
1: -hmm. well that's uh sounds like quite the team and um you know I know the all the other countries there's been a lot of smack talk on online um especially Ollie Ollie Ollie's been all over all over it with the smack talk
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's part of the fun yeah yeah yeah
1: for sure (laughs) So um but yeah, I think it's going to be a, a really cool event and i and I actually you know it's pretty cool that it's you know it's obviously it's really neat to be able to do like an in person tournament, but for this type of event, this could you know this online format could could be really the better way to do this kind of going forward um, mm-hmm. but uh but yeah, it's pretty neat so what about the what about the rules for this exactly how how does the you know and I know some some stuff is still being decided it hasn't all been finalized yet, but what are how does the tournament itself function with these seven-player teams?
4: Right. So we have seven-player teams. We have two backups um, because, obviously, it's it's going to be one game per week. So mm-hmm. it will be over a very lengthy period of time um, as we try to get in, in, in as many games against other teams – or rounds, rather – as many rounds versus other teams as possible to narrow down um, the, the selection. Because it's kind of like – it's it's a harder tiebreaker, right? If there's five teams that have four wins, yeah. right? Who gets into the top four? Um, so they try to get trying to get as many rounds in as possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're required to have um, a player for each faction. Obviously, you got to submit your um, the the list say plan. I think they're they're still working around that because they're not sure when the points are going to change or not. If they're still doing that six month or as the last pack change so we're kind of, that's kind of in limbo right now about the the list but
1: mm-hmm.
4: uh, one one faction per team or excuse me seven factions per team and then uh so once you get your round pairing uh ollie posted a video of a bit of the pairing process a couple years ago for the one of the first uh, xtcs but essentially you put out a list and say that like this list is the defender so then your opponent is going to match up two lists with your defender and then you get to choose of, of those two the matchup mm-hmm. and obviously they're doing that for their team and through that selection of you put down one they choose two you mm-hmm. pick one of those two it will eventually get down to all seven of them all seven of the teams being paired together them yeah or teams factions Mm -hmm. um but there's there is quite a bit of strategy have have you guys ever been involved in a team tournament like that
1: um carlos and i played in one one time that was like a three-man team tournament with uh with our buddy travis down in orlando but um which was a fun event and we ended up winning um so
2: i believe um, you guys were on your way to the team tournament last year we, right?
1: oh yeah yeah I was uh, me and um, uh, me and uh Curtis were driving to uh, the crate cup when we got turned around by covid
4: um, <laughs> literally on the yeah. drive there they were like yeah. no
2: uh, no events with more than 100 people they're like well I guess that's done yeah <laughs> right so so yeah that was we were gonna
1: try I was gonna try to do another one but we didn't quite make it
0: <laughs> yeah I haven't done I have not done any but I've I've been desperately wanting to for years because you know yeah. the strategy, as you say, the all of that stuff is fascinating. One thing that I think you know, you were saying it's cool because being online, you can have all these countries involved, which is obviously awesome. <clears throat> One of the cool thing about the extended format, right? Timeline-wise, is there's even more time to do all that, like really in the weeds strategizing and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, right? If you know what your what your matchups are going to be, right? I assume you would know, right? Like a week ahead of time, so or more, you know.
4: Yeah, they're gonna try to do the pairings I think live. because so, not like live like where everybody's watching, but like so they could the team captains can do the pairings at all at once, essentially. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, you would have a couple um days, uh even to prepare for your matchup, which you definitely don't have in person tournaments. Yeah. Where they're just like, Yeah, you got paired up against five Y Wings. I'm like, <laughs> why did you give me that? <laughs> like what? It's like thanks Marcel. <laughs> But uh, yeah. yeah, so there's... Go okay ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say no, that. you go ahead. <laughs> there is... Um, and that's kind of what we're discussing right now as a team while we're kind of waiting for the, the final rules because there is a couple things about, like, um, like right now that the team's overall bid determines who is, like, first or second player in the pairing mm-hmm. process. It's The pairing's kind of all simultaneous, but there is, like... Um, some things that need to have a deciding factor on them. And then, uh, uh, also then they decided that each match is going to be individually like bidded, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if you have a 196, I want to put my 195 against it then. Yeah. Still, regardless of the team bid overall. Okay. And that's really what we're discussing right now is that there's a lot of different strategies you can use against that um, because you want more well-rounded defending list, um, but you also want a couple lists to go prey on uh, someone else's list. So if you throw down, like, oh, Django Zam, like, mm-hmm. oh, what are you going to play against this? Like, yeah. you need to have two, at least an idea of two hard counters to give them in uh, in response to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a different way of thinking about list of, like, more of the generalizing, like, uh, this is good against a lot of lists versus this list is only good against, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of one or two hard counters. Yeah. But it does bring out like uh like odd meta choices. Yeah. Because you're like, Why are you running triple six at one ninety three? And you're yeah. like, Well, if we find them one ninety four, those ships are gonna look really, really good.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I was gonna say that it, it is the cool thing about this this, this team format is that even though it's it's still just an extended meta, right? There's no there's no list building limitations outside of mm-hmm. what faction you have to play. Um, it really does change your list building quite a bit because you're playing a role on a team as opposed to just trying to take the best list you can possibly take for yourself into a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that I think kind of adds a cool strategy aspect to it and 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 uh, kind of takes it out of like the normal extended meta. Um, and, and creates a lot more options for, for list building um, to kind of come up with something creative that's particularly good against, you know, what you think you might run up against in, in some of these teams.
4: Yeah, exactly. And occasionally do, uh, people do get thrown under the bus. Um, it happens yeah. more often than you think. Probably about oh, two, yeah. I think Marcel said, he was giving the warning to everybody, like, there's probably going to be two matches around that, are, that you're going to complain about. But... Yeah, it's not your job to it's not your job to win those matches. It's the job of the people who have the 50-50 split to mm-hmm. win their matches.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, obviously you got the guy, you're, You know, you have one or two people that end up with like the easy match. Mm-hmm. which they have to uh, you know which is there's pressure there too because like you really really don't want to screw of you really
4: yeah you really if we if we like yeah hand you a softball and you fail like <sighs> yeah letting your whole team down no.
1: yeah that's that's a big that's a big no-no so and then there's the 50 50s which is where which is basically where the the round is decided and and mm-hmm. then there's then there's the guys that get the bus rolled over them and but then sometimes those guys pull out a win you know and that's that can be a huge uh huge upset so
4: Yeah, I've seen it before. Uh, The last time, um, Chicago had taken a team up to Outrider. Outrider is kind Mm -hmm. of a Midwest team tournament um, through, like, Pennsylvania and Ohio, Uh, things like that. And they had brought a guy who doesn't play in tournaments. He plays in every night of their league night, shows up every week doing all the, like, at the game store events, never travels for a team. And they're like, man, we really need you uh, to be our ringer. You know, just come and play play some games on the team. He won. They gave him all the bad matchups, and he won like 90% of them, or something <laughs> That's like awesome. that. He, uh, whatever, five of six or something like that. Uh, so like, you you can be that guy, just hero out and uh, just get it done for your team. And mm-hmm. I think there's it's one thing to be like be like man i gotta win this team so i can get those or i gotta win this match so i can get into the cut try to get those templates or whatever like that's yeah. that's a, one kind of motivation but you're like my brothers are gonna be so mad <laughs> yeah. if i screw this up so yeah it's it's very interesting i i've, I've almost preferred them but it, mm-hmm. it's a much harder and uh, obviously a bigger investment than just the regular tournaments
1: yeah i mean i found that in that in and in, I, I don't know if you the same way, Carlos. In that one team tournament we played in, but I, I actually kind of found it to be more focusing. Like I was, I was more, I was more intense and more focused on on the games I was playing because I knew I was like part of a team and I like like there was other people counting on me.
3: So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, you remember how I um, ended up dropping the only loss that we actually even had in the whole tournament. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was the very first match. Yeah. So like you can you can really feel that feeling. It's like oh man, I put our team behind, um, and and it was a good motivator, right, to, to, to get on it because it was just like you know what, if I finish two and one and the other guys, you know, like still do do well, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you can still <laughs> like clutch, um, you know, the win. So it kind of like that's the kind of the balance of it, right? Because you, you have your first loss and you're on your own, you know, you are kind of playing from behind, but yeah. Uh, your team kind of carries you with you and, and kind of motivates you to keep keep winning so it's, it's a it's a nice feeling
1: yeah it was I, I i really enjoyed that team event and i would like to do more of them um i think they're i think they're a great format um for for x-wing like i think they're a great community building format too like it just kind of keeps people engaged and interested in and in stuff because the, that that kind of that that team mode i think everybody gets into is, is pretty cool so all right well is there any you know what other any anything else about the xtc that that you think we need to know Well, i know we've we've talked about the rules we've talked about team usa and and you know kind of the, a little bit of the past history so is, is there any anything else about the xtc that uh we all need to know
4: uh no uh we're uh, i know that the event is uh starting let's see through, we're looking for the uh, main event to start in August, it looks like. Is that okay. right? Will the, uh, yeah, will the yeah, event be streaming at all? Or I hope so. I mean, uh, this is, uh, you know, from communities all around the world. So um, I'm not sure if what they've exactly finalized for that, if they're going to just allow, like, anybody to stream games or that they want very, you know, uh, registered or confirmed streamers mm-hmm. before they do games just because it's kind of weird sometimes to stream your own online game uh people kind of frown on that because you can yeah. like see what chat's saying and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um i'm sure there'll be uh, a large push um to have it streamed because uh, i really trying to get the get the word out and keep you know on uh, the motivation of uh x-wing going throughout the year
1: yep yeah i, I would be you know i would imagine uh, hopefully dion will stream it um you know gsp being kind of the largest streaming platform for x for x wing um and i'm sure uh i'm sure there's a bunch of guys out there who'd be willing to stream games for it like scott over at hexiled and uh like the firecast guys and 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 whatnot there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of streamers out there i'm sure it'd be, would be would love to stream some of these games and there's going to be a lot of them so <laughs>
2: um
0: I have a question. Uh, this might be a little—I don't know if you have an answer for this, well, uh, but but just a thought. You know, one of the cool things, obviously, is that there's just so many different countries involved um, this year, and obviously, just give me a ton of games and, and, and really cool uh, experience event. Uh, do you have any? Obviously, the USA is going to win. I mean, hands down. But uh, <laughs> sure, do you have course. any? Uh, do you have any? Yeah, we'll say that. Why not? Why not? Uh, do you have any uh, dark horse kind of? Countries you think uh, might, might surprise people, or, or just you, you'd be interested in playing, or you think are interesting? Have you taken a Ooh, look at that?
4: Um, Dark Horse. There are some obvious ones, like obviously the, the London. I think England actually has like multiple teams in it. I think they have London and a, a second one, but I might forget okay. about that. Um, but outside of the obvious, like Poland and Germany and uh, England. Dark Horses, though, I, I would look out for the Singapore list, uh, or the Singapore mm. team. Yeah. They have XY and uh, the former world uh, champion, who's, what, Foe? Poe? What was um, What was his name now?
1: Oh, I'm trying to remember now. I have, I have also lost I that. I blanked out. It's That's like Foe like or Poe or something like yeah. that.
4: <laughs> uh, Justin Flo? I don't know. It's something like that. I know it's uh-huh. Justin. Just yeah. Uh, anyways, but they, uh, while a smaller community, they have some excellent players in there. Yeah. And definitely, when you play, when your only people you have to play with are like, like big championship winners, mm-hmm. uh, your own bar gets raised pretty high. Though. Oh yeah. Um, so I would definitely be on the lookout for Singapore. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Justin I know. Fuwa. I think Fuwa. Yeah. 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 Fuwa. Um I would also put out uh, Mexico. Um, just uh, posted their team. Interesting. And they have some um, some sleeper hits in there who have done really well in in-person world championships. So I got to gotta give some a shout-out to our North American brothers here. Yeah. And hopefully they can um, perform well then, too. I think technically America is a dark horse, but... I don't know. <laughs> we will perform okay. I, I don't expect a win because the uh, the Europeans are very strong players.
1: Yeah, the Europeans are real strong players, and they've also been doing this team format for a long time, and they're they're mm-hmm. they're very they're a lot more I think used to it. The, the team stuff is a little bit a little bit newer to the U.S. Um, side of things. So, uh, so yeah, very I,
3: individualistic and, here.
1: Yeah, I mean we we've really just had crate cup, is kind of like the one you know big team event um that we've ever really had in the u.s and so it's uh but over in europe i know i know the xtc is like a it's very or the etc as they used to call it was it was like real serious and, it, and i think it also comes from like the way they compete in like in like uh i'll say football um <laughs> and uh you know the, the, there's just a lot of uh competition between the the, the countries over there so they that's something i think that they're kind of really used to but
3: uh first of all Steven it's pronounced football football
1: okay Um hey I said I I didn't I didn't use the S word so they should be happy <laughs> Um all right So all right well I think uh I think that's all we got on the XTC which is well, it's a great rundown I, and we appreciate that wait, it was Wait uh, so
3: so so sign ups are closed like we can't add a Florida Florida man team Florida team <laughs> Uh, Florida might as well be a country. <clears throat> I
4: was going to say, if Florida secedes from the union, then do we get to make a team? Cause uh, we're pretty I think close. You can, I we think think you can get to make the team, get on board. Mm. Uh, you ought have to talk to Texas, though, about seceding, though. They're, yeah, no. they're <laughs> no. also on the uh, country. No, we actually can't do that. All my in-laws live in
2: Texas, therefore Ooh. we will not be speaking to them. Oh, Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> as they are not speaking
1: to me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, yeah, Florida always does kind of feel like on a bit of an X-Wing island down here. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> it would be, it would be, uh, interesting, you know, we'll, we'll kind of, guess we'll see what happens this year, but I mean, if, if, uh, XTC kind of continues on as a, as an online event, um, you know, it'd be pretty cool to get like some other U S teams, maybe, maybe like, uh, some, some individual States popping in with their own teams might be interesting too, but um all right well i think that's all we got about the xtc for right now um but it's you know keep keep an ear out for it um you know hopefully we'll be some stream games if we hear about you know anything being streamed for it and any of that kind of stuff we'll try and get the word out because um i think it's just a a
2: really cool event that's going to be a good time now do you guys need any additional help with the smack talking (laughs) I hey, am Joe, a bit of an expert on this myself. Joe is a bit of a smack talk savant, actually. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if you could score fantasy football points based on the things I've said, my win record would be like 110% better.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, get uh, put all your smack talk into uh, some memes or strongly worded uh, videos, I guess. Um, there, Jack Shosh trash talk is certainly encouraged. <laughs> yeah, for the I'm, team I'm going to have to
2: view some of what's already out there so I know where the line is. Um, Don't, yeah, as, you need, you, as I have crossed it a time or two. Yeah. <laughs> fair, yeah, fair. Yeah, we need the. We I need may the, have beheaded a couple of uh, trophies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, all right. Well, we're going to uh, we're going to hit the halftime here and head over to the Florida news desk and we will be back with more with Will Hagwood after the break this week in florida florida woman teresa stanley 36 was arrested for theft and indecent exposure at the lion's den adult superstore in fort pierce police alleged teresa got naked and took a pink colored sex toy for a test drive right there in the store according to the complaint Ms. stanley removed the sex toy from the packaging and made her way to a stock room where a worker caught her sitting in an office chair with her feet up on the table a Fort Pierce officer caught her in the act, and Teresa stopped making use of the sex toy and dropped it on the ground. The arrest report states the value of the stolen property is
3: $45.98.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing. And um, we, uh, we want to start off the second half here. Uh, Joe has a rant that he has prepared.
2: Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how prepared it is, but he has a rant. So, <laughs> Joe, go for it. Okay, well, this is... A lot of people don't know this, but actually it seems like we've just come back from a hiatus when in fact we have not. We actually have been recording a bunch of episodes and then basically burning the tapes because there's been... I haven't played any X-Wing, so I don't have any idea what's going on. I think we only did it like twice, honestly. (laughs) That's at least two episodes we don't have anymore. Um, But one of them, we did an entire thing about Atomic Mass Games taking over X-Wing. Because I think that's big news and I think it's worth talking about. And it's worth... Having informed discussions about. What we had done is we recorded an entire episode the day that it happened, a couple hours after it was announced, and we really tried to hypothesize a lot, and it it didn't come together. And I said a lot of unkind things about Atomic Mask games, and I'll probably be proven wrong on a lot of them. But one of the things that happened recently that proved me right, and I don't want to be right, I want to make that very clear from the outset here. I want to be wrong 100% about this, and Atomic mass games will take over the game, it'll be flawless, and everybody will be happy. I still don't think that's going to happen, but I want to talk about the unconventional warfare thing, which, back me up here, guys, it was a... It was part of the mini extravaganza they ran on the internet, right? Yeah, it was part of their three-day like mini con online kind of online con they were trying they were running. Okay, so and at any point somebody can jump in and tell me that I'm misunderstanding the situation, but they had a really cool alternate tournament format with where you could use certain deck build, uh, squad building restrictions. And by doing so, you'd gain additional benefits for playing, right? You could play all aces and you got a special ability or you could play all generics or something like that and you got a different special ability.
1: Yeah. The one thing is I wouldn't classify it as a tournament so much as it was like a promotional event. And or because I think the whole point of it was just that they would get people submit results and then it
2: would the... Was it, was it light side and dark side? Was it they were... It the, was light side and dark side and, and independent contractors you know, what you guys sometimes refer to as scum, Yeah, could choose whether they wanted to represent the light side or the dark side. Yeah. And it was, that's actually kind of important because what you're talking about about people submitting their results was how I discovered this was such a problem for me personally. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people were like, okay, um, where do you submit the results at? And I was like, I don't know. So I went back and I reread the announcement for it. They're like, just click on this link. And I clicked on it and I was able to submit results, which is what led me to the real problem with this thing. It's frickin' amateur hour to be like, hey, we're gonna do this big thing where you guys should get together with people and play X-Wing. And announce it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday as if we have no lives whatsoever. (laughs) As if, like, you and your X-Wing buddies are just, like, sitting around at the house waiting for somebody to tell you when and how to play X-Wing. So, I wrote off the first, like, leg of this thing as this is a ridiculous thing and no one's gonna be able to do it because it's frickin' Thursday fine when's the next leg of this is it next week when we can prepare for it and then somebody on the internet pointed out no it, the the next leg of it is tomorrow <laughs> like still a weekday i'll grant you it's friday call it half a weekday but it's still like a thing you're supposed to get together with your buddies and play x-wing tomorrow like <laughs> who has time for that like and then the final leg will end on saturday i'm like so you just announced this event that you'd like us to play three separate games with Different rules and build different things for it, and be ready for this thing in a matter of hours. That's some amateur hour bullshit right there. And <laughs> X Wing got the easiest out of it. Can you imagine being a Legion player? Yeah. <laughs> they did a similar event for Legion. It's like, yeah. cool. Let me go paint up this army real quick. And they did it for <laughs> they did the same thing for uh for Armada also. Yeah, and I think the setup for Armada takes a day and a half. So I mean. Setting up a damn game of it wouldn't have been reasonable within that time frame. Yeah, yeah. I know playing uh, an entire game of Armada kind of hurts my head, so. (laughs) And, you know, I don't want to be too hard on them, but I have to be because they're taking over a pretty big mantle for a pretty big game with a large and enthusiastic player base. And I would like to see a little bit of professionalism. Yeah. I don't need to see a lot. Like, if you guys want me to play X-Men with my buddies with some special rules or something. You don't even need to tell me if those rules are a week and a half out, but a week out. Why don't you tell me that there's going to be an X-wing thing next week? I should prepare. Tell me to have my buddies handy. Put them on speed dial if that's still a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, 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 I don't think I'm asking too much of them on that. Yeah. Joe,
3: I'm I'm totally on board. And one one of the things is that uh, FFG wasn't perfect, but they did set some pretty good standards. Um, you know, we did we did have a pretty good. Heads up on what was to come. Their their usual problem was not really fulfilling on the time frame that they said they were going to. Mm-hmm. But we usually got a heads up on a lot of stuff. So I, I'm totally on board on that. And and I I think that's the whole thing, right? There's a transition, um, and usually what I like to say is whenever there's a transition, don't reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Do, do what was being done before, just improve on it, you know. And and I think that um, FFG had a lot of stuff lined up that um, Atomic Mass Games could probably take. Say this is what they were doing well. This is what we'd like to improve on. And I, I don't know if that conversation was ever had.
2: So. I mean, I feel like what their job is right now is to build faith in a very large community of X Wing players and X Wing purchasers and consumers. That they are not a bunch of half-wit amateurs, and I'm not accusing them of being that, but the current evidence that I have is not making me feel comfortable. Yeah, and this this like well, I, I mean, wouldn't buy X-wing. I actually don't buy X-wing ships at all. But if I were inclined <laughs> to do so, I wouldn't do it right now based on where I think they're going with it. Yeah, I think the,
1: you know, we, we're 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 running into kind of a situation where I, I it seems in a lot of ways like this this whole decision to move to am to move X-wing. To amg was a little bit last minute and a little bit rushed and it was obviously an as decision not really an ffg decision or or an amg or an amg decision um and then i think you also have a very different company that has to like build up they didn't bring everybody over from ffg they just you know i think a few people went over but not that many and they're, they're having to build a new staff and kind of build into this whole thing and they're and they're a they're a different company they're run a different way and i think you know part of with their stream too like this was the first like i remember i'm i know like the first stream they did um where they were kind of doing some x-wing announcements and like so all the x-wing people were kind of piled into the stream and um to watch it and everything and it was really hinky you know there was a lot of problems and and technical issues and 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 whatever else and like they were trying their best but you could obviously tell it was they were just kind of it it, it was just they were just you know one guy doing it who kind of barely who you know uh will schick i think is the guy's name who like runs the studio and you know he uh, he he probably doesn't know that much about obs and running like live streams he knows enough to like do some stuff but like you know he was figuring a lot of stuff out as he was as he was going he didn't have like a marketing team or like a production staff or whatever to, to like set that up for him like we're used to the ffg live streams which they had like a set basically and like you know they th- and they had worked on that a lot over the years their live streams had come a long way they, they started off with a lot of problems too um so i think we're in a little bit of a reset mode on a lot of the stuff with amg and where ffg had kind of gotten to a certain point with certain things and now we're gonna have to watch amg kind of go back through that process from like the early 1.0 days that we saw ffg kind of go through
3: again like i said and and this goes to any company ever in the the existence of time you whenever there's a transitionary period like this you take the good things and then you keep those and you improve on the bad things yeah there's a lot of good things that ffg was doing and there's there's no need for a reset button there's just you can keep those good things and then and improve on the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying it's
1: like or. somebody's pressing the reset button. I'm just saying that no, 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 you're no, that stuck in a reset like. situation. That's definitely
3: what it feels like. And yeah. it, 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 you know, you, you know what it feels like to me. This God's happened.
2: honest truth, Mrs. Laporta, my wife has been putting up with my bullshit for twenty some odd years now, <laughs> and she's a very forgiving woman. God bless her. But like, if I called her in the middle of the day and told her I decided to skip work and get shitfaced at the bar. She would call me out on that. Yeah. So this is me calling them out and be like, listen, you guys don't have to be on top of everything. Yeah. I understand sometimes you're going to, you know, you're going to botch things up. But, dude, mention this stuff a week ahead of time. Yeah. It's not hard to throw out a tweet. I mean, God forbid you put it on your website, not that you have one. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the the website, I know. Is an know, embarrassment. I'll is, call them out on is, that too. It's not, yeah, that needs a lot of
2: work, obviously. You uh, should probably that, mention Star Wars on it somewhere
1: yeah
2: there's a thought yeah so i'm not the marketing genius but yeah Yeah. i know they've said
1: that they are working on a complete website redesign so i'll i'll I'll, i will hold judgment on the website until they've redesigned it um you know there's a lot of stuff there's just a lot of stuff going on with them um and i hope they can catch up and like and i and i i I agree like i i remember when the the announcement came out for that thing i was like I was like, wait, this starts tomorrow? Well, I was like, <laughs> I, was like I would have liked, I was like, if like a one week notice on this would have been like really helpful. Cause it, it, you know, and I know there was people that were playing it, but um, it still was, it was just pretty short notice. It, it would have been nice to get a little bit of a heads up that something was gonna happen. You don't have to tell us all the rules necessarily, but if you say, hey, we're gonna be doing this like three day X-Wing event thing and um, you're gonna, you know, play games and there's gonna be special rules and stuff and to kind of be prepared. Like if there had been a heads up at all, that would have been that would have been super helpful.
2: I'll I'll finish with this one last thing I want to throw at them, and then I'll I'll lay off them and I'll I'll, I'll go back to being objective about it. You're right, Steve. Probably a lot of people did play it, but you know what? A lot of people probably did. A lot of people probably went and played it on Vassal or TTS or whatever it is people play it on. Oh well, yeah, days. that's that's where people were playing it. Yeah, I bet they went and did that. And I think that shows a critical misunderstanding of the position X-Wing could very well be in right now because there's, in these unprecedented times, tabletop gaming is in a very dangerous place Mm -hmm. and missteps like that are not, not, this is not the time to be doing it. Yeah. This is not the time to screw things up and misstep and not. Not understand how marketing a game works. Yeah, because gaming is in a very dangerous place.
1: Yeah, well, I've I've been saying this for months now, and my thought on on the whole coming out of the pandemic thing is that, and I was saying it back when it was still FFG too, and I I bring the same thing to AMG, when they they need to come out of the gates, with with um, with OP, um, you know, out of the pandemic. So like. As soon as they, they they need to have their kits together, they need to have the plan together. Like they need to come out of the gates with it because if they screw up the relaunch of in person play, I think that's going to be that's going to be really bad. I, I I just you know I just for, I yeah, just foresee not- that being a bad a bad thing for the long term health of the game.
2: It is not the position of the Florida Man Plays X Wing podcast that the the sky is falling. And blah blah blah, and Smackity. No, 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 no. But I mean. You could lose a lot of players. I mean, X Wing has players that could. There's players on this podcast I could do without. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but
3: you know, I mean, to be, to be completely honest, yeah, the the community's gotten large enough where I think that the community can pick it from pick it up from there. And well, I don't it think on. it's going to
1: yeah. go away. But what I but what I'm saying is like there right now is a there's, there's damage just, to be done. Well, there's two different communities right now. There's the online, there's all the people that have actually played online and kept up with X-Wing to some degree. And then there's all the people who have not played online at all. And there's a, there's a lot of people out there who have not played X-Wing almost at all since the pandemic started, and they're waiting for it to come back in person. And when it does, I'm just saying like, they gotta have their shit together and, <laughs> and not, not make it like a clusterfuck of a launch and because i think you have a lot of people who are like itching to play x-wing and they want to and they want to be able to go to some events and tournaments and if they're not right and if they're not they're not working um you're going to quickly lose those people
3: but here's my i always like to play devil's advocate as you may know go for it uh my my two senses you know just from from a past experience you know we 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 had a small community uh you know in Burbard county where i used to be and you know that that got built up from the ground up and i don't think ffg or or organized play had anything to do with it i i think it was very much a a grassroots movement of local players that just wanted more players and needed an organized way to meet up have fun and enjoy it and the the league night was our biggest night we used to have like up to 18 people show up and do you, do you think there was any organized thing no people were just out there playing X-Wing that's it like they just came out brought out their ships put them on the table and played X-Wing mm-hmm. there was no organized method for it and those were our biggest nights weekly weekly every single week one day a week we had the <clears> most <throat> people come up we had monthly tournaments and we had eight people possibly show up you know what I mean, but it's like, well, all those, and I think all those every, things are grassroots movements. You know what I mean, like uh, from a community. Yeah. So, uh, for standpoint, if they really like the game, it's going to continue. So, I like, I, I, don't, in the, like I said, devil's advocate kind of point uh-huh. of view, there's no sky falling. Everyone's no, it's going to be fine. As soon as communities are able to get back. Yeah, together I'm, to play the game. I, I'm not saying that it'll be okay. I'm not yeah. saying
1: that this sky is falling. Thing so much as it's a it's a possible missed opportunity. Yeah, situation. Here, absolutely. Here's I, where
2: I want to leave it. Here's what it is. So your star quarterback got injured, right? We'll call fancy Flight like games a star quarterback, and you you called somebody up from the bench, right? You're like, man, you got to go in here and win the game for us. He's like, yeah, coach. And then half a step off the bench, he drops his helmet and can't pick it up, and then trips over himself trying to get out. You're like. Well, you know, we might still win this, but I feel a little less confident. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. He's like, Coach, I'll go in there, but I'm not currently wearing a jock strap. You're like, Man, you probably, bro, you should. Why are you not? I have We're questions. Put some now. tassels, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> put some tassels on it. Just put some tassels
1: on it. Put some tassels on there and go out and win the big game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, I think it's. But I that's, think where, that's where I'm at with it. It's like, yeah. man, he got called up from the bench and he couldn't find his jock strap. That's how mm-hmm. he looks to me right now. Yeah. Like, ever- he might still win the whole thing for us, God only knows, but I mean, <laughs> I'm at but least shaking my mean, head and rolling I mean, my I'll, eyes.
0: I'm on the sky is potentially falling team. You know, I haven't said anything yet, but like, you know, I started, I played when things were online, you know, I, the community in Tampa was already struggling a little bit and you know, the, the Bay Area before COVID, and then obviously people just, I don't think anyone other than me played online at all. I don't think there's been any x when played, really. Um... You know, I'm moving out to California, but I don't know, you know, whether I return to sort of playing, I mean, I want to play X-Wing, I I fully intend to play X-Wing, but for me as, you know, a person who enjoys competitive tournaments and OP events and stuff, like, I'm going to be making a decision with my time, and if, you know, if I don't feel like it's worth it, you know, it may not happen, you know, that's just... That's just how it yeah, is. Yeah, I, 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 I
3: agree you with on that. that uh, the competitive community will will continue to focus on that specific thing.
2: It's just yeah, sure. Um, and I games. I have a very different background than everyone else on this podcast. I've watched more Star Wars games die than all of you put together, <laughs> possibly including our guest. So I'm either very paranoid about it, or I know what it looks like. Yeah
1: uh will do you have any any thoughts on this not to not to get you into controversy. oh uh, no topics, i but.
4: i was i'm very i was just sitting back interested in what you guys really had to thought uh, my two senses um, on on the the overall that I'm glad to see um the efforts a m g has made. I hope for them to improve <laughs> their efforts um but uh I, you, you had made the analogy of star quarterback for FFG. Now I I love everybody who worked at FFG, but, um, like I would much rather have like, um, uh, the AMG doing like live, weekly live streams and like with the like person who runs that studio. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, they've been very active on the X-Wing discords and i I think their own discord. Mm -hmm. Um, they've been very active and trying to reach reach out to the community um and comparing that to ffg's quarterly article uh (laughs) i think i would much prefer the while not perfect the the high effort of amg i I mean mean, they're gonna hit some bumps on the way of the road but they'll figure it out eventually i'm
2: glad to hear you say that because i have skewed perspectives on the internet i keep going to their website as if websites are even still really a thing um, yeah, like <laughs> I, I don't like, have the Discord or, or social media of sure. any sort, and I have been told that they are better on that. And I, I should look into that. Well, and I, I think it's,
1: it's, it's, you know, we have these, you know, what I've been, what I was trying to say earlier is like we have a lot of different communities. So it's not just the X Wing community. You know, there's every, every local community is different And the way it's kind of shaped and, and how it kind of grew up and how they play. Like we've never had an X Wing league um in jacksonville for example we've always really just done the weekend tournaments and you know we'll get like that turnout you're talking about carlos where you get 18 people for a league night you know we would get 18 people for a tournament on a weekend so it was it was it's just a different setup and like every community is a little bit different but i think you're also seeing that in the communication methods like like joe is an old school ffg guy i mean joe's been playing ffg games longer than anybody i know and you're, Joe, Is you're used to their website and the way that they're marketing oh, sure. communications. Function. Well, even
2: going way farther back than that, I'm an, I'm an old school Star Wars CCG player. And yeah. those those weekend tournaments that you discussed, Travis and I go back far enough that, you know, 20 years ago, we used to sit at Big City Comics in Jacksonville, and we'd have 50 people coming for a weekend, you know, every Saturday for a tournament for Star Wars CCG, and there was never even a thought of doing something on a weeknight. We were yeah. all kids, you know, We couldn't go out on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But their website was, you know, back in the day... I mean, back in the day... Their website in the year 2000 was better than FFG's has ever been in a time since. Mm. <laughs> so I just come from a very different world, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to describe it. Well, and, and everybody
1: has their own sort of different expectations, and they get used to certain things. And I think... With, with you know, we're used to a certain cadence from FFG and, like, the way they do things. And I think FFG was was kind of high on execution and very low on communication. I mean, you probably, uh, you know, got tired of me talking about how much I wanted more
2: communication out, out of FFG.
4: <laughs> and- oh, and it's funny
0: because
2: I gave them so much grief for announcing things, you know, six months to a year ahead of time. Like, that was annoying, too, but, like, yeah. just going to not announcing it until the day of. It's like... Let's try to find a little middle ground here. Yeah, guys. yeah.
1: So I, I'm I'm still at the point with with AMG where like I'm I'm fully like on board with giving them the the benefit of the doubt for the next you know while, and I, w- I want them to you know succeed and I want them to kind of get their shit together and you know I, I don't need their streams to be perfect. You know they're they're obviously a little bit looser of a company the way they do things, and you know I'm kind of a, I'm you know okay with that. I just I do I do like the little elevated amount of communication it seems to be a little more free i know that um you know we've been getting like live almost live uh ruling updates you know through d um he's been like you know d yoon has been communicating with um the developers and stuff over at amg and getting like uh, rules questions like addressed like immediately and then having answers and that's a really good thing because that was something that would sometimes take way too long with ffg with sure. rules updates so you know, there's a lot of differences between the two companies, and it's gonna be interesting to suss those out. And and you know, what what are our expectations for for this for this company compared to compared to FFG and what we're used to in the past with them? So uh, I
2: think it's a balancing act, but hopefully we'll get there. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to this. I, that's uh, you know, like I said, I need to get this off my chest. Yeah, I I am nervous, and I want to be less so. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the other problem too is that we we are kind of witnessing this this almost destruction of FFG. I mean, they they have they've they've got they've gotten rid of everything. I mean, they've lost all the Star Wars games. They've lost they they uh, they can't they killed L five R. They killed you know Destiny even before the other they moved to the other Star Wars games. Um, yeah, and I known as they killed the one Joe likes. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, fair. Um, <clears throat> and what is it? The only and and. The, the only, only competitive
2: game. game they still have is Keyforge. Yeah, and that is even looking you know, grim. maybe not
1: not a little on the grim side, um just with the way they've been releasing stuff and doing things lately. So so yeah, FFG almost looks like a ghost of itself from like a year ago, which is which is a little scary. So <laughs> um makes it makes everything a little more nervous. And you know i feel better about the fact after seeing what's been going on at ffg with these other games and stuff i feel better about the fact that x-wing ended up over at amg because i don't know what i don't know what's going on with ffg it seems like they may be completely changing their you know their um profit uh, their their business plan so i don't know i don't either. yeah but all right well let's uh let's move on to some a-wing talk um you know, we got all these new A-Wing pilots out, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going on with people kind of uh, building different, different, all sorts of different A-Wing stuff. Like, you know, you, 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 four A-Wings, or you can, you can fit five. Um, you you're, you're, don't really have any upgrades, but you can, you can fit five of these named ones with all different abilities. Um, a lot of them, you know, some of these new ones are, are, are really good. And you know, we, we talked about the points last time. Um, but we wanted to kind of go over them a little bit more, and um, I know Will's got a little bit of experience with these um, with these ships as well. So, um, so let's get into it. Um, all right. So, as far as the the five A wing setup, um, you know, what what do you guys think? Like, Will, what which which five pilots would you put together if you, if you're picking five of these new uh, A wing pilots?
4: Ooh, uh, that's tough. Um, I really like having, uh, I, first off, first first pick is always Jake. Jake yeah. is so good. Uh, his extra actions is amazing. And then after that, I feel like I want to reach for Hera. Um, because she she and Jake together can really help out the team. Because every focus Jake gives her, Jake gives to the entire team. Yeah. Um, after that, it's really, it's really depending on what kind of upgrades you're trying to bring. Yeah. So,
1: so I'm looking at it right now. And if you, if you, you know, my pick of pilots here, and this was just kind of me going, just throwing them together here. If you have Ahsoka and Hera and Jake and Sabine and Wedge, you've got three points left over. So you're not really doing a lot with upgrades at that point. Um, I'm not even sure. You can stick hopeful on a few of them. So you could get like you could just go with hopeful with three on three of them, and uh, and maybe get a few, you know, free boosts or, or focus tokens when when one of the one of their buddies dies, um, or you could just. Wait, put did you say or, did you
0: say, Jake, Wedge, Sabine,
1: Ahsoka? Yeah, Jake, Wedge, Sabine, Ahsoka, Hera. Um, oh, Hera! Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, you don't have a lot of points there. Yeah, so you, you only got like three points to work with. Now you could try to, you know, pare these down. Obviously, Ahsoka's is the most expensive um, because of the force points at an i5. So you could maybe, you know, maybe drop, maybe you drop her down to Arval with intimidation, and then you get yourself seventeen points to work with on the rest of the ships. Now you, now you've kind of really opened up the uh, the upgrade. Uh, possibilities so um so what, what what you know what do you guys think do you, do you like them better as like you know maybe like all of the like the the really high-end ones where you don't really you know or or do you drop them down a little bit and you try to get more upgrades in
2: i mean for starters for at the one point upgrade hopeful is my may even be my least favorite mm-hmm. um i think you're to you get a lot more mileage oh, out of marksmanship or dead eye shots actually kind of interesting um it just wouldn't be my, my first choice.
4: Can I, I can actually, I propose I actually even kind of like of all
2: closure. Yeah,
1: Will,
4: what were you gonna say? Yeah, about? I think if you can get um, Predator, other, it's decent, sorry. I think as far as upgrades, let me propose this question to you guys. Is, to me, the first question is configuration or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it dramatically changes how the list functions. Yeah. Um, being less come in and boost uh, <coughs> than uh, you can it allows you then to continue to fly away, and get that rear arc shot. With, sure, the trade-off of limited maneuverability. Have you guys tested out the the new configurations? The I, I haven't gotten a
1: chance to actually use the use the cannons yet. What do you What do you think of them?
4: I was really hard up on. Like I did not. I was like, I was like, oh, I would never do that. Like, what give away my linked boost action? Yeah. You're crazy. Um, but I've kind of realized that. The uh, this goes back to like playing like old Supernatural Kylo or uh, uh, Advanced Sensors uh, First Edition Kylo I guess mm-hmm. kind of did the same thing where that boost between or before your maneuver like your if you got five four dialed in that boost to the left or right dramatically changes where you oh, end up on yeah, your ship. Yeah, so
1: yeah, I used to play that version of Kylo and it was it was crazy.
4: Yeah, so I think it it's. I don't think they lose uh, like de- they certainly don't lose speed. Uh, they lose a little bit of maneuverability, um, but I, I, and now that I've played them, I don't know if I'd go back to not having those configurations. Their yeah. time on target is pretty outrageous with them on.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's the thing that we always talk about with the RZ twos is the time on target, the the ability to overshoot stuff and turn your turn your you know your turret around and still be able to shoot backwards at it. Like that's that's kind of a huge ability on those rz2s so i could definitely see them working i guess it really just comes down to the points and which 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 ships you're trying to and the other thing too is because it's standardized and you have to put it on all of them mm-hmm. um that makes it a little bit more of a tougher decision whether or not you're going to take it um so and it's so it's one point so if you if you run that you're gonna you're gonna be adding five points to your squad in order to run that
4: yeah so you can't do it in like your your ahsoka version yeah but almost every other version could you could put it those cannons on there
1: yeah so yeah i mean i like i definitely like you know being able to maybe stick Arvel in there for somebody it doesn't necessarily have to be ahsoka but like you know you save five points like you could i mean you could swap sabine for Arval, and that's five points right there um to get all your vectored cannons in there if 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 you wanted if you still really wanted to hold on to ahsoka so, um, so yeah, so there's a, there's a, a lot of, a lot of different options in, in the way to run this now of all these, of all these pilots, um, you know, well, which is your favorite of the new ones?
4: Ooh, you know what? Uh, uh, as like, basically Hera or not Hera, um, Ahsoka just reminds me of like a, uh, uh, uh what is it? What's the I-5 that gets free stuff? Uh, the A-Wing, Lulo. Oh, Lulo. No, that's uh, no, no, ZZ. No, ZZ,
3: ZZ. ZZ,
4: yeah. ZZ, right. Um, right. ZZ basically has the force when she's yeah. like, like, oh, I'll spend this token and get a new one. Like, well, yeah. that, that focus is essentially uh, like a for, one force point that just happens to modify all your dice. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what Ahsoka reminds me of. But actually, I think the sleeper hit is Sabim Wren. Wow, that ability. I really,
1: like, I really like Sabine's ability, actually.
4: I love it. <laughs> uh, in practice, people just won't shoot at her. Yeah. Like, because they're like, oh, yeah, I'll shoot the dude range too, adjust to adjust a focus. Yeah. Rather than this thing with, oh, okay, so you get, you have a focus, Hera's nearby with an evade, and you get a free evade. Yeah. It's not worth my time. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you're right. It shouldn't be. Like, you should not target that ship. <laughs>
2: if I can backpedal just a half second here, only because I don't understand things or how they work. So, the significance of, of going to the vectored cannons for the RZ1? Yeah. The fact that's during the system phase, is that as good as that feels? So, basically, you need um, to see where everything lands and then decide
4: to do it? Well, no, it, it's, you have to do it first. Oh, you have to do it before you activate? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, because system phase is when they like drop bombs and stuff before yeah. everyone activates. Ah, to a sure. Okay. I will say that
2: uh, things. So lo- I guess the opposite question there then is does that make that significantly worse?
4: Um, I got mixed reactions on that. So if you're an RZ2 and you have your road, your arc towards the back and you're bound to engage targets in front of you, if you move forward and someone bumps you, your arc's still on the back. Mm -hmm. If you're an RZ1, you can rotate in the system phase. And then if you bump into somebody, it doesn't matter because you It sort of changes
2: your, your stress and unstress cycle too, doesn't it? I mean, if you're able to boost when you've already locked in a blue maneuver- Mm-hmm. You're yeah. perfectly fine with that, and that ability to boost during the systems phase actually can really kind of mess with your opponent's ability to to not get bumped. I feel uh, like yeah, exactly. Right.
4: Yeah, you can you can like yeah boost to get in their way. Um, I don't know. Have you guys had a lot of experience with uh, the the Adas since they have come out? I've I've played the Adas a couple times, the Untouchables.
1: Um, but I have played a lot of uh, Phantoms, so I'm 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 used to the. Oh, okay. You, yeah, you Phantom's know. kind
4: of the same way of thinking though, about it, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, you can block people. You can mess up other people's positioning mm-hmm. by I've moving in the system phase. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I feel like that makes an argument for Ahsoka because I have no idea how much sense costs, but I suppose you could sense where they're going to go and then know whether or not you need to boost to get in their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sense is five points. So depending okay, on the so squad, You're getting, you're you're can getting make deep it, into you, the points at that point. Yeah. But you're if deep deep you're doing into the a points. four ship build anyway, maybe you find it there. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know, I don't really play x wing <laughs> um
1: yeah, I don't know it's it it, it really kind of flipped on it flips on its head the whole idea of the of of how the r z twos work, and I think a lot of people are still in still in r z two headspace, you know what I mean, so it takes a little bit like okay, these fly different, these aren't the same thing, you know, yes, it's giving them that backwards cannon, but it isn't the same thing. It works differently. It it it's a different tact. It's different tactics. It's it's a, it's a whole different thing. So I think that takes time getting used to, um, and people need you know. It's it's always one of those things that I think you know people need to put put the reps in and put the time in to really kind of figure something out and if and, you know how good I, it, it
4: actually is. I I will caveat that uh, most of my play with cannoned RZ ones, mm-hmm. I'm also strapping a missile to it so oh, i yeah. did not have to rotate my arc as much i yeah. could just take a target lock or something instead which which what's your favorite missile on the uh on the rz ones um if you're high initiative tracer if you're low initiative probably cluster mm-hmm. or ion just because they're cheap
1: yeah so um so all right so if we take somebody out let's say we wanted to do a four a four per a four man uh squad essentially um which which pilot gets removed who, who do you keep who do you like in the in the the four a-wing version with with just you know all the upgrades don't no. don't ever answer all do answer all at <laughs> <it> once <laughs> <laughs> um you know i think for me um for me it's probably oh man it's a tough decision they're they're actually all <laughs> like Ahsoka, you know Ahsoka, Hera, Jake, Sabine, Wedge are all I love all their abilities. Um, actually, really, I it's it's actually a super tough choice.
4: Um, I think I would lean towards I would lean towards Sabine, um because of her her ability is more defensive, um, where mm-hmm. Wedge. Uh, sometimes it's not enough that one reduced agility is sometimes not enough bringing mm-hmm. someone from like three agility down to two isn't like i said sometimes not enough
1: yeah yeah well it's tough because you know this isn't x-wing wedge you know he doesn't have a three die sh- shot it's a that two die shot you know it, it makes it it makes him a little bit more of a sniper than a uh heavy hitter the way that the x-wing version is
2: What's funny is some some of the things I wanted to do with the X-Wing that were never good enough because they were strange and overkill. Like, I actually like this one without maneuver. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like the points and how that adds up, and I have done none of the math on that. But dropping somebody by two agility in an A-Wing where you're likely to get out of arc, that's significant, I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Although I don't want to put more points into something with that little life, but who knows? I mean, if you're arc dodging well enough.
1: Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know, I have such a, I really do have such a hard time choosing, uh, I, I, I would say, I actually, I, mean, I, he, I, I really do like Sabine, and I actually want to, I want to try Sabine out, because it's, it's basically, you know, it's just the, it's the Concordia face-off, while also adding in a hit result, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's a
2: really, really, it's good, really good, I think Wedge, yes, it, is. It, it is important to note that Wedge also doesn't shoot well out the back. Yeah, because that is it is specifically in his oh, front yeah. arc and not uh, not when he uses the configuration. Yep. I think that's a huge consideration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess if you're using the, the he, config... he, if he's shooting yeah. out the back, he's blank. Yeah, that's weak. Yeah. Yep, weak, weak.
4: So you're you're mentioning four A wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my my response to that is actually taking um, the idea of uh, Matt Carey. Oh, in his list, he was running Ahsoka Tano with brackets and Hera with brackets, uh, then Luke Skywalker naked, and then he had a a blue squadron in there for 38 points, Um, but after the tournament, he was actually wanting to swap him out for either Wedge, Jake, or Sabim. They all kind of fit into that uh, fourth role, and... I mean, obviously he done well with it, and he said he said the X Men was really underperforming throughout the tournament. Yeah. So I, if I was running just four of them, I think I would have to swap in uh, uh, somebody who could actually roll like well modified four dice attacks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said Naked Luke, and now I can think about is him in the back to tank. I'll be <laughs> in my bunk. Dice <laughs> Luke? Yeah. I'll be in my bunk.
1: Oh man. Put tassels on. <laughs> With tassels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, yeah, so Prockets are obviously great on them. Um, You know, especially with like Hera out there just passing, you know, being able to kind of pass pass focus tokens around. Because isn't like her ability, because it's so broad, can't she like... Is she she able to pass it and then activate the Prockets?
4: There's, yeah, there's two main places that her ability would need to trigger and it's while you choose your uh, weapon uh, so uh, that would be if she needs to pass the lock or the focus like you're um, referencing uh, when uh, someone's modifying their dice which would be after they roll them mm-hmm. and you can see that they rolled all focuses so her can sling the focus over to them and then uh, the timing window which is basically the same timing window but Right before the enemy rolls dice, you could, like, throw a evade over for a juke or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could throw them in the in the defender's modify step. That is really broad. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically whenever. Do whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's like, quite generous, just, though. You think? Just, just do
1: whatever. Just give them the token whenever they need it. It's fine.
4: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because there's, there's been situations, too, where uh, you can, uh, like, I, I'll like uh, shoot at something that has a Hera lock on it. I roll up, you know, a natural three hits or whatever. Hera can still give you the lock and then Mm -hmm. she can go like support somebody else next round. Like you don't have to use the modifier either. So it's, wow, it's it's surprisingly versatile.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to apologize for being this on brand, but you know who i really like her with is like a Lando or a Hondo. I feel like like their ability to give her extra actions means your whole squad has extra actions mm-hmm. in a very broad and very, very efficient way. And if I get X-Wing going again here soon, I'm going to give that shit some try. Yeah. I think, I think Lando being able to give her an extra action is incredible.
4: Um, I, I recently flew Hera, Ahsoka, and Han. I think that could that could work well in there swapping out Han for Lando. Cause you could coordinate with Ahsoka or Lando over Giro. Yeah.
2: I I like the way that both of them are worded broadly enough that you can really it it removes some of those moments where you played your own abilities wrong. It really just gives you gives you the lead way to maybe be suboptimal and still do well, which is what I look for in a list at my current skill level.
0: That's yeah, that's actually you're right. That's brilliant again. You're on fire these days, Joe. I mean, that's almost yeah. Mind Link-esque. It's not quite, of course. Oh, like, I loved Mind Link. You're basically I basically giving good, your good whole with that squad list to- without being like, very good at X-Wing. <laughs> well, but my point is, like, it's not quite that broken, of course, but, like, it's Mind Link-esque, right? Like, the idea that I have... Not only do I have an extra action with Lando, but I am basically, as you say, I have an extra, extra action that I'm basically giving to my whole squad in the most efficient way possible. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just giving an extra focus to whoever needs it the most. Without like, having done the math. actually,
2: I think it's kind of interesting that Hera can... Can Hera give... An ev- okay, I'm getting deep in the weeds here. I'm on beer three. I had some before the podcast, too, so bear with me. <laughs> can Hera give a Falcon with the Falcon title and evade token and get the reroll? Yeah, of course.
4: Really? Yeah, of course. Because that Can give a uh, focus evade lock?
2: But like the timing works for that, you can do that before
4: you roll the dice and
2: be like, I'm just gonna. Uh, Oh yeah, because it's
4: when they attack or defend. So uh, once they're they're declared the defender, she could sling a token over for them. Yep.
2: That feels pretty sexy. Yeah. Not that Lando and a Twilight don't always feel sexy, but damn. (laughs) Just damn.
0: Yeah, I think this. Yeah, just have Hera always carry a focus and evade, and then. Yeah, she can just sling them back to the falcon. Well, she should be able to get a focus in evade, because, because Lando's it.
2: like, hey, baby, why don't you focus and evade your ass? Right, right, exactly. That's go. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's how it's Exactly. It. Yeah, that's great. But I think it's really
1: good, like, and, you know, we were talking about this in the last episode with with her ability on the B-Wing versus on the A-Wing, and I just think it's I, so much better on, on the A-Wing um, platform than it is on, on the B-Wing platform myself. Partially just because of points, but you know, also because the B wing is is a fighter, and it it really you can't really have a B wing in your list, and it's not like actually like producing offense. So that means it has to be in the fight. And with the A wing, you can you can have an A wing be a support ship and kind of fly around and and you know and pass these tokens out, and it's 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 just a much better role for that ship, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, this is re- I, I'm actually really excited about this too now, Joe. Right? Because <laughs> like because of the way her ability works you're not there's just a lot of efficiency there when she gets double actions basically when she gets focus evade right or or lock or whatever right focus lock focus evade you know um because you know obviously once per opportunity doesn't really limit her ability at all there's just so many opportunities right like so you just hand there's tons of terms where you just hand both of those actions away to other ships you know Mm -hmm. and you're just it's you know, it's not like you're marginally increasing the value by giving her one more action. You're like doubling the value by giving her one more action. Well,
2: one of the things I remember discussing in the last yeah. episode is that design space currently is kind of skewing towards. I mean, broadly, it's skewing towards making one good pilot of each frame and then having all the other ones be so weirdly specific that, like, you might use it once or twice in a tournament, but probably not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who my poster child for that was, but there was somebody that was just laughably specific. Whereas, God, they just gave you, like, complete leeway leadway to use Hera's ability whenever the fuck you feel like it. Yeah, You know what I mean? And it feels like that's where the real power in X-Wing is right now is abilities that you... A lot of guys' abilities now seem like you might use them one to two times per game. If you get more than that, you're probably winning on efficiency. And that's where I think Hera is right now.
0: Also I'd just like to point out I think we weren't that positive on Hera last episode.
4: No, you guys, oh, yeah. you guys really I could be
0: forgetting. You guys yeah.
4: really put her through the ringer and <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was like just after uh, GSP we had gone over the last uh, our aces tournament or wherever where Hera made her first appearance and she was almost in every single Rebel squad. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, we we so, need time to marinate on things.
4: And, uh, no. That, no, it's because I've played happens. so many games since then. That's the difference.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I, I think we're it's, actually. It's really deceptive, part of it. I'll say that much.
3: Yeah. Of I'm how pretty good it sure can be. I said some positive words about Hera. But... <laughs> yeah. No,
2: again, actually, like you know what? I think, I, time time I think we did is I think we talked time. shit because I remember seeing like an online poll where they declared Hera the greatest pilot in all of the X-Men canon. And I'm fairly certain that offended me. Yes. Because yeah. being a cartoon character gives you such an advantage that it's not really fair. <laughs> um, I think my thing was really more about the
1: B-Wing. I, I I just I felt like you know the- like how now we're doing an entire episode so, walking back our previous opinions. So no, no, <laughs> I mean I wasn't even trying to walk back an opinion. Oh I, I
2: uh, yes, those it. things we said last another, time don't, don't ignore that. Another
3: episode that of this should never have been posted. <laughs>
4: it I, should have been burned say, with all the other tapes that we actually burned. <laughs> um, Hera B-Wing does have one small advantage, and it's that she can take fire control system. Mm-hmm. So she could actually use the mod, some of it anyways, before she transfers it over. Um, really, uh, the see, only that's... thing uh, Hera can do is like maybe use the focus for rockets or to shoot a missile or something. Mm-hmm. But then she doesn't have a modifier, though.
2: Yeah. See, that's what you don't know about me, though. I'm just going to play Dutch anyway. There you go. Dutch. Because nothing's funnier than me, the than X-wing. than every
4: time I use the build, like, we're gonna go Dutch, <laughs> and then there was like, no, you I'm put a so uh, playing against this guy. You put Dutch Garvin and Hera B-wing, and shoot, why not Jake in there too, um, or whatever other A-wing, maybe a Solo. Because here in Florida,
2: every time that they put Jake on the table, like Jake from State
4: Farm, <laughs> 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 exactly. Shit's not funny anymore, bro. Um, yeah, this. If yeah, we're just
0: you know, tra-
4: good. Oh, no, I, I was just going to talk about Garvin. Garvin and the Harrow is so hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. Because Harrow's like, hey, you need a focus? And Garvin's like, yes, please. It's like, hey, you he's like, need like, well, a focus. thank you. And then <laughs> he's like, well, I don't, I'm don't, i done with it. Do you want it back? And Harrow's like, okay.
2: <laughs> it's like, I feel like that list needs like a uh, uh, moldy crow in there somewhere. Like eventually handed to the last guy. I was like, I'm just going to save this. So like, okay, cool. <laughs> no, that,
4: that is another thing you can do. It's like, like it just,
2: that save focus gets passed around like 14 times. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah. If Kyle shoots the last senior listing, he's like, "Well, I don't need the focus, but I could use one for my moldy crow." Mm-hmm. I guess I could use that. if You're <laughs> all done with it. Like it's really it's like polite rebels at that point. Yeah. But like, do you mind if I borrow that for a bit? Thanks. I'll give it after back after you. No, after you. <laughs>
1: indubitably. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, let me let me borrow that real quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah that that infinite loop there thing with Garvin is pretty hilarious, and it actually it does help Garvin out a lot because like. The big complaint with him has always been that he has Isn't to... Is
2: pilot skill in an awkward place where this never works well, right?
1: Well, I think... It's not even so much the pilot skill, but it's just, that the, it's just the fact that he has to be has to be able to actually spend the focus token. Like, he has to have a focus result compared to the 1.0 version where you could just... Because in 1.0, you could spend focus tokens willy-nilly. So, that, that was kind of... That's just kind of been the thing with Garvin. But now, if you can, like... You can store it on Hera instead... And, like, maybe have him take a lock for himself. And then you're like, okay, now I need the focus. Here's the focus. And then here's here it comes back or wherever else it goes from there. But, um, yeah, I think that, you know, they definitely combo together much better than Garvin's. Garvin hasn't had a very good wingmate in uh, in 2.0. Although I've seen a lot of people try.
4: I mean, Dutch. Dutch is a pretty good wingmate for us. Yeah,
1: yeah, Dutch is pretty good. But, like, I've seen a lot. I've I just It's still the same thing, though. It's that frustration of, like... Yeah, because oh, if man. he just
4: rolls out blank in two hits, it yeah. could have just been literally any other three dice ship. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's just the frustration of how often his ability isn't useful. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's really kind of more the thing with it. But um, all right, well, any other any other thing, any other kind of stuff we want to talk about with Ooh, the A wing?
4: I got I got one for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. You guys, you you uh, approached the conversation of. How would I build five five A-wings? Mm-hmm. And I want to pre- uh, bring it back to you guys of how would you run six A-wings? Oh, uh, I'll man. give you my I'll give you my six A-Wings squad. Spicy. Is so this this is a Phoenix squadron uh, squad. Uh-huh. six six Phoenix squadrons, all with hopeful and vectored cannons. Um, I do think hopeful is required, not required, but the it combos with the cannons better because it is an action you do not want to be stressed in combat so Mm. it's uh, it disincentivizes the linked action um, in the activation then but that leaves you with 20 points Um, and when I ran it I just slapped missiles on everybody tracers I think I put... You get a missile in. You
2: get a missile in. Yeah.
4: Tracers, ion, two clusters, and a concussion. Just missiles everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, about once, I think it was, yeah, in the opening joust, uh, one of my cluster dudes just kind of five forwarded right towards the enemy to try to get a block in decided to take a target lock. And I was like, well, that's real to you cluster. <laughs> Hopefully that works out for you. <coughs> and he got murdered pretty quickly in the opening. Uh, I think he died the second round or whatever. But, yeah. That just um, means he fueled five different uh, heroics. Or yeah, well, uh, the guy was like well, like, well, we'll just kill him because uh, he's already hurt or whatever. And once he killed him, all my other ships just boosted into range one for like cluster missile shots and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Uh, Nasty. But I mean, you don't have to run the missiles. But man, twenty points though, well, after you put six of them in. Yeah.
3: Well, uh, I'm just looking at it on Yasby right here, and it's unfortunate. It looks like missiles is the only thing you can add.
4: That's the only you can add. I mean, you could put pilots in there. I mean, that would yeah. that would be your trade off. Well, you want I mean. to put like that, six points for say, Jake?
3: Yeah. The only other thing would be yeah, to upgrade on uh, the pilots themselves.
0: I think I think the pilot to 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 look at here might be Arval because you'd get so much bang for your buck on that opening engagement if you get the block. I don't know. Right? You just make one Arvel and then give him <laughs> maybe intimidation. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a fair. Bit you can of give stuff all the rest missiles. There. Yeah, it just because you on how you many... said you threw someone forward for the block, anyways, right? So like, just right. have that yeah. be Arval, yeah, right? Like that guy could have been say, Arvel, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like that too. Like, if you can get Arvel, I do like getting Arvel in there. I mean, I also just really like getting Prockets. Well, see um, the... oh, okay, yeah, just, you have twenty points. Well, just with hopeful, you know, you're just like you just all, like you go in, and you just take a bunch of target locks, and then like dare them to kill one of your ships, and then you just activate all the Prockets.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. I like. That. I
0: just think low initiative. A- I just think low initiative A wings. T- going for bullseye attacks is a little rough. Like, I think you're gonna have ships die without having shot prockets, and that's a waste of five points. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're always gonna have
1: that to some degree. Especially with anything anything that's like a swarm, you're
2: gonna have. I don't know though, it feels like if you have enough A-wings with enough prockets, somebody's gonna get that shot. You know what I mean? like eventually you just have overwhelming number of arcs so there's no place to land where you're not in somebody's pocket range yeah
1: like maybe, well see so you, know. you could get four prockets into the list if you if
4: you stick with hopeful and vector cannons um i think i'd want to sneak some tracers in there maybe yeah. even drop hopefuls for, well, it's hard to drop one hopeful you kind of need your whole party yeah, to be hopeful yeah. or named or not I mean, I mean, you could I mean, dr- split that. You get, get one bad
2: apple. He just rolls. He just changes the whole thing. Everybody's hopeless. Like, yeah, yeah, like, ca- nah, man, I don't- we're all going to die out there. They're like, dude, shut up.
4: <laughs> yeah, we don't care about if Greg dies. <laughs> Whatever, Greg. <laughs> yeah. Guy was never <laughs> No, yet. no.
2: Rebellions are built on hope. No, they're not. They're built on logistics and enough bullets. <laughs> and <laughs> this is Star Wars. I haven't seen a bullet since. Oh, fuck, somebody must have Slug tour i don't know
1: both of it i mean i do like the clusters too because like because like you said with like being able to boost in because they're range one to two and that's always kind of an issue with the clusters is trying to get range with them Mm -hmm. um so being able to you know boost up and and suddenly get cluster range on stuff is that's pretty that's pretty nice um yeah i don't know the pockets i mean the one thing i will say about because I mean they're bullseyes, you know I played I've played a I played a fair bit it's actually kind of funny to me that the um uh the Thai v1 the Inquisitors with with foresight have become popular all of a sudden um because you were gonna do that two years ago well I I literally practiced that squad for worlds the last in-person worlds we had like right after that stuff came out and like I thought about I thought I almost flew something very similar to I, I was gonna fly I was testing Vader at the time. It was Vader and three Inquisitors of Foresight, um, which was actually pretty good. I just had trouble against. I was having problems against like one particular list. I can't remember what I was having. I think it was, I think I was just having problems against uh, Nantex Shenanigans at the time with with ensnare Sun Fox stuff. But um, but regardless, when you have that many ships with bullseyes, you you get a lot you get a lot of bullseye shots. <laughs> like they they appear. Like even just with the three um inquisitors with foresight, I was, you know, I was getting a lot of bullseye shots. Um with those with those foresights. So I don't know. I, I think the I, I like the Prockets myself. But
0: I just had a crazy thought. This is probably a terrible idea. All right. So, back in the day, my first ever favorite list, you know, was, uh, just with SnapGKs. I know Snapshot hasn't really ended up being useful, but in a list, so, what about Snapshot with the configuration? Because you could boost to where you think they're going to move next.
4: Oh, if they moved before you? Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's kind of interesting Just a thought anyway well no that is pretty interesting when you think about it cuz it's like in in the system phase you're like oh, okay i you know th- they know where you're sitting currently so then they're going to play in a maneuver that tries to keep them out of your range 2 bubble and then you do a boost and change your range 2 bubble so i mean i like i like yep. the, the
4: general idea yep. of that for sure um it it does also give you a range 2 weapon out the front even when you have your yeah. turret faced in the back yeah. Uh which is kind of the reason why I I've been leaning towards the missiles on them cuz I you don't have the luxury of just rotating after you see the board state sometimes.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, no, I do. I do like yeah, getting something so that you don't have to rotate is is nice. Um Yeah. Snapshot is kind of I mean obviously snapshot's fairly expensive seven points
4: yeah i was building it you can't you, you just can't you can't, you can't get many. five of them yeah then you only get four before it starts getting weird
0: yeah yeah that's brutal
4: i wish uh i want it to be playable <laughs> so badly i mean yeah <laughs> i mean uh can you get how many jukes can you get in there oh not for everybody no but jukes the same say, price you, isn't it yeah yeah well j- snap juke why not it oh, works. snap
1: juke oh do both of them <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You only get 20 points after the fifth uh, yeah. one or so. So, not great. But I like the idea of it. Uh, and I think that's what. Um, sounds like we're winding down. But I, I think that there is more to the A Wings, um, especially uh, like a flanking uh, wedge or a Sabim who kind of acts like a new Arval to just go into the scrum. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see. Not just five and uh, six ship A-wings, um, but kind of them more than just a Jake <laughs> filling the role of yeah. like pocket filler. uh the rebels well yeah you bring bring them into
0: those four and five ship rebel lists you know rebel solid lists i'm sure you know we'll find how they work and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of new interesting tools i i actually this makes me want to play x-wing again i'm excited
1: (laughs) i i love the squadron packs like every time they've done a squadron pack even back in the 1.0 days i've always loved the squadron packs they always have like i think some of the coolest stuff in them so uh, i'm they always i you know they take a ship that and completely change it like i you know just bringing in like carner jacks back in in the 1.0 days for the for the tie interceptors and was was kind of a game changer for a lot of stuff and um but yeah i i don't know i just love the squadron packs they always get good stuff so all right well any uh any any final thoughts on on the a-wings that any, anybody has before we uh before we wrap it up here last last call for uh for alcohol so nope nope all right i think we've we've covered it pretty well and we'll uh i'm sure we'll talk more about these these guys are gonna you know all these a-wings and 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 these different these new configs and everything this stuff's gonna show up uh, i think a lot in the tournament scene coming going forward so um it's a lot a lot of stuff to cover and a lot of stuff a lot of ground to see um you know as the meta changes and develops so all right well we're gonna close it out here um i did want to um you know bring up one thing before before we finished and i know this has been going around the x-wing community but um uh billy evans um obviously he was um i think most people have heard about this at this point he was um the capitol police officer who was killed in the uh the incident incident there uh last week or however long ago that was now but um you know obviously just a a terrible tragedy um I, i posted uh, a link through uh to his family's um gofundme um, there's it's like the one official one that they're supposed to be so if uh if you would like to to donate anything to to billy's family um you know he was a, a member of the nova squadron x Wing community i didn't personally know him i don't know if any of you guys did but um you know it's obviously a kind of a huge loss for the community and and it's never never a good thing to see you know it was it was a big enough tragedy when I first heard about it, and then when I found out it was an X Wing an X Wing guy, it was even even worse. So Um anyways, like I said, you go ahead and, and donate to the GoFundMe account if you uh if you're so inclined. So all right. Um anybody else um have any kind of final shout outs they want to give? Will you wanna you wanna give any shout outs or say anything here to, to kind of close the show out?
4: Yeah. I want to hold on, let me pull up my uh, goldsquadronpodcast.com um, because we are we just wrapped up our flight club championship which was uh, multiple <clears throat> qualifiers ending in uh, multiple championships depending on how you did we're starting up the galactic championship uh, which is what an, an event series we had held last year to great success we hope to continue it this year as well we have, let me count them here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight qualifiers that culminate in the Battle for Alderaan. Um, and the finale, November 6th. Check it out, goldsquadronpodcast.com. Uh, the first one is an extended event in the Atlanta, Georgia timeline. Uh, that's Eastern UTC negative four. And that one's planned for May 1st. I am signed up for that one, so I'm ready to
0: go. I think you you mean Florida time zone. Uh, I mean,
4: (laughs) (laughs) we always have chosen, um, this goes back to like real old school first edition system opens where in 2017 they gave each city that had an open a cool planet. Yeah. Uh, And Chicago was Hoth. And we just... It was, it was literally snowing that day um, in March, and we are like, oh, man, can't get more hothier than this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think that, that just stuck with us for whatever reason. So in the Galactic Championship, we, we always assign a city in the time zone. So uh, we'll put Tampa on there at some point, I'm sure. But on the uh, list... yeah.
1: Tampa or... Well, oh, go, go with Orlando. They're in the middle. That, that's, that's kind of like our middle, our middle ground in Florida. <laughs> Orlando, the great compromise. The great compromise. It is, it is. Orlando really is the great compromise in Florida. We're like
2: fine if it has to be. It's
1: like fine. yeah. If you're gonna put no, it on one, Florida, no one's no one's happy. Yeah, no one's
3: happy about yeah, it. No one's happy. Like, no one's okay like okay. It's like the only reason people know Orlando is because it has Disney World. Other than yeah. that, the city sucks. <laughs> Uh, oh my God! Monsters is cool. Hold on, I will take that back. We probably have Orlando listeners. Orlando is great. <laughs> I love Orlando. Oh man, Carlos, thanks for taking the heat
2: that I would have gotten. <laughs> thanks, Carlos. Uh, That's some <laughs> wingman shit right there. <laughs> uh, so, all right, um,
1: yeah, I'm I'm signed up for that first one, um, and I think a couple of the other ones. I think I signed up for all the U.S. or the North American time zone ones.
4: Yeah, yeah, there's. um, We do have an Australian one uh, that's uh, UTC plus 10. um, And then we have a couple in uh, like European time zone, like plus two, plus one, stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And also even uh, hyperspace events. Um, We just did an entire hyperspace series, so we kind of are pulling it back a little bit. But we do have two hyperspace qualifiers. Um that you can play in if that is your jam. I know a lot of people prefer it to the craziness of extended. So mm-hmm. I wanted to provide those opportunities for players as well. Nice.
1: Alright, well uh Dom, you got any uh final shout-outs, words for us?
0: No. Uh not really, uh to be honest. Um here's to uh X one coming back at some point in person in the future, and uh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Carlos, you got anything?
3: Florida man's back, baby.
2: <laughs> yeah. We were never gone. We just didn't release shit. <laughs> well, it's different.
3: We're in the news again.
2: Oh well, yeah.
3: Open up the floodgates, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. other than that, I'm, I'm excited to be back. That's all.
1: All right, Joe, you got anything you want to finish off with? Yeah, I want
2: to do a quick shout out. Uh, Jacksonville actually has a new game store um, called Darby's Dungeon, which I have not gone to yet, but I really think they're awesome because they their shirts say it's not a sex thing, which <laughs> I think is funny as hell. And uh, if you do go in there and go there and tell them that Florida Man Plays X-Wing uh, sent you in there because to the best of my knowledge, they haven't endorsed us and they don't know who we are, so that'll be <laughs> funny yeah it's like who who's <laughs> like here? I don't even know what that is They're like what? yeah no one does <laughs> so
1: all right well that is it for us uh Joe you want to lead us off
2: oh I absolutely do um Florida Man Plays X i would like to invite you to uh, our our signature drinking song and it only has four words <laughs> dials down Bottoms up. up.